0: Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. Hey guys. Got my Kalimba out. For all of those all of you OG listeners, you know that means that we made a mistake. I made a mistake. Um, I forgot to plug in my microphone this week, so it sounds like I am talking through a washcloth. And also, I... Listen, I did my best, okay guys? I started doing things that I've never even heard of, like parametric equalizers. It's better than it was, but it's not great. I'm just gonna be honest. So, if you would like to skip this week, be my guest. However, I did put a lot of work in for this terrible piece of audio. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell.
1: I'm Jessica Young. And we are are here here to rant rant and 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 rave.
0: Yay. <laughs> I felt like you were pausing and waiting for me. I was like, no, I'm not going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, how was your week?
1: Oh, it was good. Uh you know what? Wait. Was this our first time uh recording since Thanksgiving, I guess? Yes, correct. Yes. Nice. Filled with nothing uh, to report. had a very quiet nice thanksgiving with just a couple of friends and i worked the rest of the time there's nothing exciting to report to you
0: Mm, i don't really have anything exciting in a lovely way to report we also uh did thanksgiving alone just the three of us and then also, on a good note, this week I did take my little guy to the Polar Express, which was really, yes! really cool. That was very, very fun. The only thing that happened around Thanksgiving is I made what I would call a life mistake. Oh. Um. And I paid the price. I paid the price. I might still be paying the price. Um. <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving...
2: Uh-huh. One of
0: my favorite things to eat leftover-wise, I I did make the decision to eat a little bit of turkey because Dan Tipton wanted to get a whole turkey and two people eating a turkey. Whatever. There's a lot of excuses. I felt mm-hmm. a little bit of pressure into it. It's okay. It was delicious. I did feel bad later is what it is.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> uh. But one of my favorite things to do the day after Thanksgiving is to make a turkey sandwich on white bread with mayonnaise. Cold.
2: Yes, okay. yes.
0: Love it. Love it. So I I wanted that and our mayo was expired. So I went to my friend Google and did some research and Google swore many times in many different areas of herself that I would be fine. And Google was wrong.
2: She was oh, really? No. Wrong. <laughs>
0: I got so sick uh, in my tummy, uh, in my burpees. I mean, I, one time, like, burps were just coming out. Before we even started in the green room, burp. I, in the green room, burp. <laughs> the green room, um, I accidentally burped right into the microphone right at you. And I didn't feel it coming. It's like a child with vomit. I had no, I have no idea it's coming. It just happens. Okay. <laughs> You've never done that in as long as I've known you. No, I'm not a big (laughs) burper. I'm like, excuse me, you're gross. Whatever, right? (laughs) There was one time I I woke myself up in the middle of the night with a foul odor. Another time I burped, middle of broad daylight. You know, I was walking, so I walked into it, and it, it was like I was walking through a cave of a thousand farts. Like, it smelled because mayo is made of egg whites. They're whipped egg whites. So it was just constant eggs, rotten egg smell coming from my body for Mm. days.
1: Oh. Days. Did you throw up?
0: No, I did not. Thank God it was not that kind of. But it was unpleasant. Unnecessary. I willfully chose to eat that mayonnaise. Because I believed
1: in Google <laughs> and she's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> this comes up all the time with um, Alan where I'm like, do you think this is still okay? Well, I ask Alan constantly. I'm like, do you think this is still okay? Or he always gets mad at me and tells everyone that when the clock strikes midnight on November 1st, that's when it says sell by Jessica throws it in the trash. You're darn right. I do.
0: See, I don't. And my dad is the worst. We tease my dad. We say we don't go to his house and eat anything out of the fridge he offers us until we check the (laughs) date.
1: Well, I will say this. I have gotten better depending on what it is. But again, let's like I'm like, oh, if it's yogurt, I'm like, well, that's still dairy. But yogurt is kind of like a living thing, whatever. I open it. I smell it. It looks fine. Mm -hmm. It smells fine. I eat it. Okay, okay
0: well, let me tell sealed. you this. If mm. mayonnaise is opened and expired, let's just say by over 30 days. <laughs> yes. It will, so I will smell t- all right. It smelled fine. <laughs> and it was Oh, it not. did. <laughs> it smelled fine. So
1: I will tell you something that you should do that I have started doing with condiments, right? Because that is something that you do not use all the time, depending on what it is, or you use a portion, right? It's going to be left over, obviously. I don't care if it's a Mm -hmm. bottle of ketchup that's filled with sugar and preservatives or whatever it is. Every time that I open mayo, mustard, a dressing, I take a Sharpie and I write on the cap, or if it's one of those labels that I can write on it or on the glass, I write the date I opened it. And that may seem like, well, why would you need to do that? I'll tell you why. I went to grab some ranch out of my fridge and I'm like, this has been open since May. This is going in the trash. So even though I may say it's good through. No, but once you've opened it, that's what I always argue with Alan. I'm like, he goes, it's good through February, 2023. I said, if it's been sealed fool. Once it's been opened, it's not, like, good for a year once it's been opened.
0: I may have to agree with Helen. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I'm the woman that walked through a burp that smelled like the cave of a thousand farts. So maybe I'm not the best person to listen to. So
2: nasty.
0: (laughs) I mean, I thought I was going to fall over from my own burp. And it's not even like I went (laughs) and, like, really ate it up myself. It was just a natural, like, oh, God.
1: <laughs> you just laughed like Fire Marshal Bill from Living Color,
0: okay? It was <laughs>
1: traumatic. I'm sure. And it
0: was traumatic in a lot of different ways. <laughs> it was just not. I still would not say I'm completely normal. And it's dead. <sighs> like, almost a week out. Because Dan Tipton, now... He went to Google and we've already established she's a liar. But he's like, yeah, food poisoning. You could have it for up to a week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, I made a Thanksgiving leftover. Yeah. I made a leftover sandwich because of you sending me. I almost called him the Earl of Sandwich. What's it called? Sandwiches of history. Sandwiches
0: of history. I love him.
1: The moist maker.
0: No.
1: I know. I made that.
0: Did I you? made it. Wow. Well,
1: I was inspired by it. Mine did not have arugula or a third piece of bread, but I did heat oh. up that turkey in gravy, add stuff. and.
0: But that moist maker, that third piece of bread, I know he said in the video it's not necessary, but it did seem like a really active portion of the moist.
1: I know. I'm sure it did help.
0: Because but I did cranberry. Yes. It's soaked in gravy, gravy, (laughs) gravy, (laughs) gravy. I know. I knew you would love him. How did you plus it up?
1: Cranberry sauce. I almost used my truffled mayo, but I decided that would be flavor clashing. So I just went with straight mayo, cranberry sauce a lot of stuff, in, and then I soaked my, I reheated the turkey in gravy. I decided to make it a hot sandwich instead of cold.
0: Ah, and then you It did not it disappoint. a go. Did you give yes. it a go? That's what he always says. <laughs> he has t-shirts that even say, let's give it a go.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: I love him so much. oh' right, I'm glad you finally <laughs> took some inspiration from him. Yes. Nice.
1: Thank you for sharing it.
0: Yes, of course. And now we are barreling towards the holidays. The we
1: Christmas,
0: are. The Kwanzaa's, all of the different holiday celebrations.
1: Hanukkah. <laughs> I thought I was be...
0: let you sing it. It seems weird for me to claim Hanukkah when you were sitting right here. <laughs> but it just ended up being like the most awkward pause ever. I'm like, I'm not the one I swear.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's not open that Pandora's box, Walker. Okay? Uh, he's
0: been um, busy today. Whew.
1: Yeah. Hanukkah falls uh, during Christmas time this year, it's from the 18th to the 26th. Wow. It's I different every year. It, yes, yes.
2: That have, not it, have, for a while.
1: Yeah, it has. Oh, uh, that's fine. Sometimes Good. it's even early. Like there was one year where it was over Thanksgiving, which I think happens like once every hundred years or something. So When's
0: the first day again? You said the eighteenth. 18th? The eighteenth. 18th. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: And let me tell y'all little quick, uh, plug, you know, cause they really need the advertising, uh, targets Hanukkah game is on fleek y'all. Like I, they have the cutest stuff. That's not cheesy. Uh, so many people that try to do Hanukkah stuff, it's cheesy and it's never going to be anything like what we see for Christmas and whatnot, just cause eh, for a number of reasons. Right. And, right. Yeah. uh, but what they have is so freaking cute, and uh, they have menorahs for five dollars that are ceramic. Oh. I got one of a dog that I'm giving to a friend, and I treated myself to a whale menorah. Okay, oh, five dollars so cute, and they have like really cute for the first year ever hanukkah pajamas for kids like they have for christmas pajamas it's real cute real fun um really big hats off to target for the representation i even went to one where i was not expecting because you know each store is slightly different depending on the area and demographic i went to one where they had an aisle the size of the Christmas aisle of Hanukkah stuff. Like, my mouth was on the ground. My friend was like, you need to move along. I was like, I can't. I. Uh. <laughs> it was like a wonderland. I couldn't believe it.
2: That's so cool.
1: Hmm. This is actually perfect timing to lead into my rant just in time okay, okay. for the holidays. Because I'd like to know, I'm pretty sure that you're going to be... Fully on board with me with this. Have you been experiencing the new bot terminals, as I call it? It's not a bot, but the now you have to self-check out whether you want to or not. Not talking about the choice at a Target or a Ralph's or a grocery or whatever. Yeah. Some businesses Uh, are taking away the people.
0: Yes. I have been witness to that for longer, I think, because it started mm-hmm. happening in Missouri before it happened out here, which is weird. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, is but it is weird. Yeah. Sometimes when I go home, there's no option. It's just a bot thing. But then also, they're just starting to do that in restaurants. Are you aware of that as well? Like fast food restaurants?
1: Yes, yes and i hate it so that has happened to me in multiple places including when we went to now i remember quickly i went to the hollywood christmas parade it was as bad as it was the last two years i've talked about it that's all i'll say about that um (laughs) we stopped at dunkin donuts there's Uh four people behind the counter okay they're all young They're all just talking to each other. Not one of them acknowledged a customer. Not one of them said hello. Not one of them said, hi, we have a new system. Can I show you how to use it? All standing back there just talking. The line ended up just boop, 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 just growing by the second was out the door. No one bats an eye. No one helped. And there was one screen to order. Ah, So I'm not a fool. And I'm aware of how to do it. It even took me a little bit of time because I'm like, well, what if you need a modification, meaning you don't want whipped cream or you want to add a shot or my personal favorite from my days on the East Coast, half hot chocolate, half coffee. It's very common on the East Coast at Dunkin', which is their new name, Mm -hmm. by the way, if you didn't know, they've dropped the donuts because that was necessary. Mm -hmm. Right, <laughs> it makes me furious. Makes me it furious.
0: Make I'm like, you're not Prince, okay, Dunkin' <laughs> Donuts.
1: <laughs> it's just Dunkin'. I hate yeah. it so much. So well, I said to people that people guy, in
0: Boston are obsessed. <laughs> you know, people in Boston are obsessed, and they call it 100%. the Dunks. That's yeah. what Kristen Marie calls it. I'm going by the Dunks.
1: <laughs> All they want is Dunkin'. They don't recognize anything else. You mm-hmm. know, Dunkin' Donuts was my first job. I worked 6 a.m. 6 a.m. till noon. And my friend and I made a collected total of tips, enabling us to each pick an item off the dollar menu at Taco Bell and buy a stale pack of Marlboro lights out of the cigarette machine. Gross. (laughs) So gross. Back to Duncan. I'm like, hello. And I literally like the old lady. I'm like, excuse me. And the guy's like, yeah. I'm like, what if I have a modification? What if I want this to be? He goes, just tell us. Then what's the point of having the stupid
0: iPad?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I still had to order through that and then tell them, oh, with this one, do this. This one, do that. So stupid. So ineffective. I had to do it again at Michael's. I was at Michael's the other day. And I said, excuse me, what if you're a rewards member? Oh, just do this, blah, blah, blah. And you have to sign in. I didn't want to have to sign into their stupid terminal. Then I'm like, what about a coupon? Then it was the whole thing to do this. And I said to her, I go, look, I'm in retail too. I know this has nothing to do with you. So please don't think I'm making a comment to you. But I can't be the only one that's really not happy with what's going on here. I said, number one, I like interacting with people. I said, second of all, I'm fast. And this just took me a long time to get everything mm-hmm. scanned and done and wrapped. When you totally. could have been ringing it, and I would have happily wrapped for you for my breakable stuff. But I said, the average person, especially someone who's older, I'm thinking about people my parents age. Our they're parents, they're not going to be yeah. able to they're do this. They're
0: never going to get through that. Mm-mm. She,
1: she's, she's like, like I, I still know. Book
0: a flight on his own. We still have to book a flight for him. <laughs> <That right>? Okay. <laughs> Well, it's the first time I used one of those was at a McDonald's and it was the same thing. No one would even look at me. And I was yes. stuck because I had a modification for Henry and needed it totally plain. And I finally, I was just staring at them and I finally went, hello. And they were annoyed with me because yes. I had a question about how to order my food that I was paying them to make.
1: Yes. Like, you interrupted their social time.
0: Something. Yeah. <laughs> God knows they weren't taking orders. Okay. For many of us. But that's the thing, too. Like drive throughs have gotten to the point now where you see a long, long drive through. And this happened to me the other night at a Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all sitting at that that order box for at least five to 10 minutes each. And it was making yes. people furious. People were leaving. People were blocking traffic. People were getting invites, fights and there was mm-hmm. no one at the window. So when I finally got up to the window, I said, I realize you guys are under a lot of stress. I said, but you're making people even more difficult by leaving us sitting at that talk box for five minutes Mm -hmm. because the people behind them get mad, think that they're just dilly dallying. Then they're not at you when they realize it's you keeping us here. You're causing a mega problem. And it's also almost causing wrecks. Like, just let us order and line up. We'll wait here. We'll pull forward. Whatever you need us to do, don't leave us sitting there. Yes. And she was like, I'm sorry, there's two of us here. And I said, no, I'm sorry. That's not fair. Your business should not put two people in a fully working, busy, dinner time place. Period. That should never happen. If one person calls in sick, there shouldn't be two people left. Ever. Mm -hmm. You don't give us any ketchup unless we ask. You don't give us straws or napkins (laughs) unless we ask. Uh, Somebody's making money. Hire another person. Okay.
1: Okay. I mean, you are bringing up a point that I didn't think about. And because places are so understaffed in a way, I wanted to be like, oh my God, are they doing this because they can't get workers? Maybe it is. But to be honest, I don't think it is. These
0: take care of them. They don't take care of them.
1: And these massive corporations don't tell me that you can't have a third person in that uh, restaurant. There should be someone at all times on the drive through window and doing nothing but that. Then you have somebody dealing be... with all the drinks. You have a fry cook.
0: There should be someone at these new bot order things for the first year of their existence to say, do you need any help? It's mm-hmm. like when you go to the grocery store or Target or anywhere and there's self-checkouts, there's still a person working there where you go, can I have a yes. bag? Hey, this, my screen locked up. Like, that's what needs to be everywhere because robots are not perfect. I mean, let's not even get into the fact that San Francisco wants to give uh, police robots explosives and guns. We won't even go there. I'm sorry. Robots aren't perfect. You can't just trust them. Not with a food (laughs) order and certainly not with explosives.
1: (laughs) It's crazy. I hate it. And when you yeah. sent me that article, my head almost exploded because that actually scares the living daylights out of me.
0: Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. 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 But that's where we're headed. And listen, I sometimes I like a self-checkout because sometimes I am faster than other mm-hmm. people, but not always. And if right. the terminals are not working correctly, it does nothing but cause anger. <laughs> Correct. Correct.
1: So it was just nuts. And again, the line at Michael's was huge. It wasn't, I walked up, no one was there. By the time I was done and I had a cart full of stuff, you know how many people were now waiting behind me? Not one person to ring. There was three iPad terminals at different registers and that's what you could do. Wait until that was done. Also, I'm like, excuse me, do you have any tissue? Like, cause I was buying ceramic and glass and stuff for a client. I can't just put that in a bag and let it all smash together.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Ugh. I I oh, hate boy. it.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a big one. That's a good yep. rant.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, I <laughs> yeah, I've got one. Mm-hmm. I, I've got one to read here. Been thinking about this a lot, and I need to know why any clothing whatsoever, including leggings, would be made with fake pockets. <gasps> <laughs> So many whys, all in caps and question marks. And while we're on the subject, why is expensive clothing sold with pockets sewn shut? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know how many years I did not know that that was the case and just didn't have use of the pockets? No joke. I I think that's happened to me once because I've never had expensive clothes. Like, I can't afford them. I think it was for a job or something. And they were like, let's cut those pockets open. I was like, what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what?
0: yep, I thought they were for fakesies. let's th- that's even a completely different subject than why have women's clothing not had pockets for decades like centuries like okay what it's it's obvious that we have always wanted them because. We are all posting on our Instagrams and everything. And it has pockets. Whenever I wear a dress (laughs) now, there's the first thing I say to another lady when she's like, oh, I love your dress. I go, thank you. And it has pockets. I do, that too. magical thing that was just created in 2021. No, we've just always wanted them and it didn't cross our minds that we were just being deprived. Well, you have purses. (laughs) Maybe we won if we had pockets. Men don't carry pockets They've always had pockets And here's the thing too When a man, uh, how many times has this happened A man comes to you, do you have a Kleenex? Do you have any lotion? Do you have any chapstick? Do you have a mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I sure do Why? Because I have a purse If I had pockets, I might not be carrying all that shit And we'd all have to take care of ourselves Stop it, it's the patriarchy I swear to God <laughs>
1: It is, and I've even, forget about leggings or jeggings where they try to make it, it's like, what, you think it looks cute to have a fake pocket? I've had actual jeans that don't have pockets. Looks like it, uh, and there me. ain't nothing to rip open.
0: No, I've had jeans the back pockets don't open, nor do the front pockets. Yes. <laughs> I can't. I so then I can't back.
1: wear them. <laughs> you got to at least put your phone in there for crying out loud. I've worn
0: them, but I'll tell you, it made me mad every time I touched my body. Because when you touch your body, you're going to look for a pocket. Like, oh, I want to put my phone in there. I want to put my chapstick in there. I want to put this piece of paper in there instead of throwing it on the ground. I mean, listen, I don't have it as bad as some women because I have huge boobs and I hide tons of things in my cleavage. (laughs) Like my bra left and right cup is just pocket one and pocket two. When I take my bra off and the night things fall off of my body that I have shoved in there, <laughs> throughout <laughs> the <bed.
2: laughs>
0: like, I'll be like, eh, I can't find my card, you know, like my debit card. And I'll be like, nah, I was... it'll turn up when I strip tonight.
1: <laughs> and then it's imprinted because it has been like yes. stuck against your... yes, I do it yes. too. And then if
0: Dan Tipton happens to be in the room when I'm putting on my jammies, he's like, you, things are falling from your bra. I'm sure that's super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> in the <a> human pocket. <laughs>
2: Hilarious.
0: But it's because we don't have them in our clothes. Like I have the sweatshirt on with a front muff pocket. I think that's what you call them, right? That's what they remember we had muffs when we were kids that we put our little hands yes. into.
1: Yes, and yes.
0: My favorite coat had a little had a little white furry muff with blue <sighs> Ooh. Ooh, It came with it
1: or it was in the front uh-huh. of the coat.
0: No, it came with it as a separate little purse attachment. It went over your... How come we don't have stuff like that as adults?
1: What? I need to see a picture of you in that. It looks so
0: cute. I don't think they had pictures back then. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it matched. It came with my coat and it matched it. And it was like a little purse unto itself, but it was a muff. Which for you young people, a muff is not your coochie. It's this little... Open-ended pocket hey. thing that you put your hands inside to keep them to keep them warm.
1: A fur-covered barrel of sorts.
0: Yeah, it's that you just slide your hands. Cylinder, in. I Ooh, mean, good. not a
1: barrel. It's so cute.
0: Why do, think, why do you think those rich people sew up their pockets and just expect us to know to slice them open?
1: Honestly, if anyone listening is a tailor or works in clothing or fashion. We are all ears. I need to know because I can't tell you how many times I would have back in the day when I would wear, like, say, a pencil skirt or a blazer or whatever, that little flap that's supposed to open and have you not feel like you're in a sardine can, I didn't know those opened up. And somebody was like, what is wrong with you? And I think it was maybe a costume teacher in college came with her seam ripper and ripped it open. Yeah. The pockets in the blazer, the kick pleat, whatever it's called, in the back of the skirt, the back of a jacket. Ay, ay, ay. What's the point?
0: I don't know, but boys do know this, I think. Maybe it's just because Dan Tipton knew that. You know, he wore a lot of suit coats and stuff mm-hmm. when he was young. He did cotillion and all that. But now I'm still mm. thinking, and yeah, that's rich people habits. You just, you're born with that rich people <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> You know, Dan Tipton wore guest jeans and had a gold turtleneck. Rich, rich. (laughs)
1: Shut up. I just pictured him every inch from head to toe. Do you know I begged my mother? And when I tell you begged for a pair of guest jeans before I went to my bougie ass sleepaway camp where all the kids were rich and they all wore guest jeans, not me. Mm -hmm. I was in my mom jeans by Lee. You think Lee jeans were cool? No. My mom was like, over my dead body, are you wearing guest jeans to get ruined at a month at camp? Oh, my God. I was so angry. Yeah. I was one of those kids who took that really personally. Like, that was not important, but you would have thought that uh, I had my arm cut off when I was told that I wouldn't be wearing my guest jeans to camp. The guest jeans that I didn't own. P.S. I
0: was going to say, I didn't even own any. (laughs) The only thing I ever remember being, like, sort of damaged by on that level was, I don't know if you remember, Liz Claiborne perfume was so popular.
2: Of course.
0: And I really did want that perfume. And I still have weird issues surrounding perfumes and scents like mm-hmm. just a few years ago i had to tell myself no you use it you don't save it till it turns to pure alcohol that's not the point of it
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: it, it actually turns it like happens. a
1: dark amber yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah and it won't smell it'll smell like alcohol so i yes. had to tell myself no this is for using same with candles no they are for burning you don't just yes. them without burning them till you die and pass them on to your children. <laughs> they don't want them. They don't want your candles. They don't want your 50 year old candles.
1: <laughs> oh my God. I'm totally picturing that Liz Claiborne triangle. I even remember the top of it. I know exactly well, what you're talking about.
0: the triangle in the center. So you can see uh-huh. the liquid of the. Uh-huh. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I love that. Red, oh my God.
0: red. Yeah color aesthetic. It was so specific.
1: Yep. I still have my Liz Claiborne wallet. They made like a small wallet and that was like a really coveted item at my school. And I remember I got one. I had like asked for my birthday or for Hanukkah or something and I got it and I just thought I was the shit.
0: No joke. I don't (laughs) think I even had a wallet till I was 27 and I bought it myself.
1: (laughs) By the way, I don't know why me or anyone my age needed one back then. What? To put a couple of dollars in it? We didn't have credit cards. They didn't even have debit cards back then. I got a debit card in college when they were first invented.
0: Which is crazy because my son has a debit card now. He has his own bank account.
1: I mean, that's good.
0: But I swear to God, I did that because I didn't. I want him yes. to learn at a young age to respect his money that he has and learn yes. how to manage it. Like nobody ever taught me this. And it's certainly not something taught in our public school it, system, which is mind blowing to me. Yep. Like
1: money management, you want me
0: to remember the Pythagorean theorem, but you're not going <laughs> to teach me how to like live for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah. It's how
0: did we get It's to really the Pythagorean theorem? <laughs> how did we get to the Pythagorean theorem from uh, pockets <laughs> is, that, is
1: that part of geometry because that's another class that I failed okay
0: yeah I'm pretty sure I think so yeah I feel like oh I just God. read the book somewhere once so I don't know <laughs> 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 oh man But you know what? I may not know math, but, oh, I'll watch a million and one documentaries. So I'm just filled with other kinds of knowledge. And guess what? I guess it's not pocket knowledge because I didn't know that rich people hid their pockets from us before they bought their clothes. So we can get our dirty little pudgy fingers inside there before they put them in their rich (laughs)
2: closets.
0: Is that the the pettiest thing I've ever seen?
1: (laughs) So ridiculous.
0: Stop hiding your pockets. We see them.
1: Give me all of them. No, we're not
0: smart enough to open them up. We're not smart enough to open them up unless somebody tells us, but we see them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I even use that teeny little pocket in my jeans. That's where I shove an elastic for my hair. Any pair of jeans I I have, there's always an elastic in there
0: earrings in there one time that i didn't want to lose um because they were like little diamonds Mm and i was on a job or something i don't know but anyway um i didn't lose them but i did pierce my stomach so (laughs) (laughs) i just felt it you know that feeling of like the breakaway when skin breaks i just felt Uh it pierce and i was like no god yeah so (laughs) don't put your earrings in that tiny pocket No. Just another way for the patriarchy to keep us down.
1: (laughs) Okay. Or they'd get washed right away and uh, washed away in the laundry. I wash
0: things that I shouldn't be all the time because I shove in pockets.
1: Me too. And sometimes they miraculously work and come out fine. I'm like, how is this fine after getting submerged and soaked in water and then on a very high heat setting? Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Just give me all
1: the pockets, okay?
0: (laughs) Just give me all the pockets and I want them open.
1: Uh, I do.
0: Stop acting like you're hiding national secrets in there. Just open up the pockets. Uh... (laughs) All right. Should we do a cleansing breath?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like I got a little more riled up about pockets than I actually expected. Maybe it's because I took myself on a journey where I was yes. like, I, I hate rich kids. I'm not a child anymore. What's wrong with me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh...
0: Okay. Well, this is the staple of our show. We rant out mm-hmm. the silly things, we get more upset, upset than we expected, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we take a cleansing breath. We blow all of that out. And we spend the rest of the time filling up with goodness and good news and laughter and fun times. So if you can scream right. it out, I always suggest it. It feels great. Just don't hurt your throat. If not, at least breathe. Okay, ready? Yes. Take a deep breath in. And ah. Uh... <sighs>
2: Yay! Isn't that lovely?
1: Dana always looks so peaceful and closes her eyes and does a very mindful breath. I'm like. Yeah. <sighs> I look like the cocaine bear <laughs> trying to take it all in.
0: <laughs> Don't speak of cocaine bear! I was going to mention that at the end of the show.
1: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler <laughs> <Plastic>. alert. <Stick laughs>
0: I am. That is a pretty great <laughs> teaser, cocaine bear. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into corners, and we will come back to cocaine bear. I promise.
1: That's right. <laughs> so this is one of our newly named corners. Blinded me <laughs> with science. With science. <laughs> Love it. This is so insane and. Again, you are going to always hear us marveling about these new technologies. By the way, that girl that we raved or spoke about recently, the young teen that created her headphones that cure ear infections, when I tell Uh you that is like blowing up on every single news site, she's getting a lot of coverage and I am so happy and I hope that means that some money will really go behind this and this will hopefully be something that is in people's hands sooner than not, instead soon. of 20 years from now. Correct. So this is absolutely mesmerizing. This is from uh, the logicalindian.com. That is the name mm-hmm. of the site. And the article is called Australian University Develops World's First Bionic Eye. To fully restore vision in blind people. What?
0: Unbelievable.
1: hmm Okay. Unbelievable. This is written by Ankita Singh. Scientists around the world have been conducting research to find a cure for individuals suffering from blindness. Various bionic solutions found so far have not yet been able to help blind individuals on a larger scale. The team at Monash University claims that they have built a system through which blind people would be able to see again. According to them, this is the world's first bionic eye. The bionic eye, dubbed Genaris Bionic Vision System, has been under development for nearly a decade now. It works by bypassing damaged optic nerves to allow signals to be transmitted from the retina to the vision center of the brain. What?
0: Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. It's directly communicating with the (laughs) brain.
1: It's so fascinating. The user would have to wear a custom designed headgear that has a camera and a wireless transmitter installed. A set of nine millimeter tiles are implanted in the brain that receive the signals from the aforementioned receiver. Arthur Lowry, professor at Monash University's department of electrical and computer systems engineering said, our design creates a visual pattern from combinations of up to 172 spots of light, which provides information for the individual to navigate indoor and outdoor environments and recognize the presence of people and objects around them. Further researchers are looking to advance their system to help people with untreatable neurological conditions like limb paralysis and quadriplegia. Can you imagine... Oh, my God. It makes me want to cry. I I know someone who has a a son that's been wheelchair bound for almost 20 years from a horrible accident to his spine, and he has not been able to walk. And I'm just trying to picture if there is a time in this lifetime that someone would maybe be able to walk again. Oh, my God. I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: I'll tell you, I I do believe that that may come to pass. Yeah, in our lifetime only because if you look at the last twenty years of technology in our lifetime, it's been more rapid than any other time in history. Like yes, the the ascension of our technology yes. is absolutely mind blowing. You're right. So, who knows?
1: Computers, yeah. medical discoveries, all this stuff. It says if successful, the MVG Monash Vision Group team will look to create a new commercial enterprise focused on providing a vision to people with untreatable blindness and movement to the arms of people paralyzed by quadriplegia, transforming their healthcare. With this this system, there is some light at the end of the tunnel for those who have lost their vision and they might be able to view or experience things through the bionic eye. Researchers have been successful with results in sheep with minimal side effects where it was safely implanted into their brains. They are now preparing to take it to the next level for its first ever human clinical trial that is expected to be conducted in Melbourne. Wow. 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 Incredible. Yeah,
0: that's a really, really incredible corner. Yeah.
1: I'm curious if, and maybe... Doesn't matter. And I know there's different things that can cause blindness, but I wonder if it's something that will be able to be used for people who may have gradually lost their sight due to things like our friend EJ has choroideremia or my yeah. grandmother had macular degeneration, things like that that start to uh, greatly affect the vision and eventually do lead to blindness. Will it help things like that? But also, could it help a child who was born blind? Somebody right, who's right. never seen mm-hmm. it's absolutely mesmerizing. And I am so excited to see where this goes. Uh, it's really
0: Definitely.
1: kind of mind blowing.
0: Absolutely. It's really, yeah. really cool. Thank you for sharing that Jessica. Yes. My corner this week. Um, let me just tell you what our friend Jessica <laughs> Wrote. Uh, This is my corner is from the Mirror. um, Co. Uk, which is a favorite of Jessica's, but Jessica wanted to go ahead and give it uh, her own title. Uh, It's a what? It's a what the what corner, which is great. What the what? That's normal. But I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jessica, that she added her own little bonus to the title of this corner, where it says "Get to the point, Sedia."
2: I
1: don't know
0: what's happening to you and what, where you're, don't tip your imaginary hat at me. (laughs) Guilty as charged, madam. No, no. uh, Yeah, you are guilty, but there has been no respect paid. Do not tip your hat. No, ma'am. Your pun game is out of this world right now. And I don't know (laughs) if it's related to our aging. I don't know if it's related. I don't know what it's related to, but it hasn't <laughs> always been there. And not only are you enjoying in it, you're absolutely reveling in it. And I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. This is from the hmm. Uh Let me see. It's written by Danielle Kate Rowe, a lifestyle writer. Skin expert warns commonly bought Christmas decoration could make your hair fall out. If you're a fan of poinsettias, it's not great news because it turns out that the sap from them could actually cause hair loss. Experts have warned to stay away from them, which is funny because last year, Alan bought us those huge poinsettias and I was trimming mine and it has a white sap. And I was like, I wonder if I should not touch this. I wonder if it's skin irritating. Well, it could have made me bald? (laughs) Okay, here we go. I'm freaking out. Go on. Decorating your house for Christmas can be really fun. Putting up the... It's not that fun. I mean, Uh, if you have a kid, it's still job. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Okay. uh, Putting up the wreath, decorating the tree, purchasing your poinsettia symbolizes the start of the festive period. You may choose to get ultra festive and have a mulled wine or a hot chocolate as you deck the halls. And Mariah Carey is, of course, compulsory. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that song. But you may want to be ultra careful this year when choosing your decorations as a hair expert has said a popular Christmas decoration can make your hair fall out if it touches your scalp. If it touches your scalp! Okay. Poinsettias are common in Christmassy homes, but the sap can cause irritation. See, I was right. And mm. hair loss. Sam Sinkey Jr., no, nope. <laughs> I'm Clinker CEO. I don't know
2: why. <laughs> oh, my God. So i don't know. It's
0: Jr. It says Clinker CEO. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. And then I got tickled. And I could not stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mr clinker anyway he's very important he's leading skin and hair clinic at the estee medical group he explained that the sticky substance can shockingly have a similar effect to commercial hair loss products such as veet what yeah, that's like that's like nair he explained the festive foliage sap contains chemicals that have a depilatory effect and remove the hair shaft meaning it could have the same dissolving effect as hair removal creams While this is unlikely to happen without prolonged contact, it's important to wash your hands thoroughly to avoid any chance of temporary hair loss. Poinsettias, with their vibrant red and green leaves, are indigenous to Central America and have become a firm symbol of Christmas since the last century. Their star-shaped leaves are often associated with the Star of David, which led the three wise men to Jesus. Despite the fact that they look gorgeous and can grow up to four meters high and their sap or latex can easily be seen if you snap one of the leaves in half. Gokhan Valny, hair loss and transplant expert at the Vera Clinic, explained further, if the sap is left on any part of the body with hair, including the scalp, for a long period of time, it can cause hair loss when wiped away. As the plants are popular in homes this time of year, I would especially recommend leaving them out of reach of young children. If you do come into close contact or touch the plant sap, always thoroughly wash your hands to remove any residue. As quickly as possible, if irritation occurs, contact an emergency number or a GP. I do want to go on record as saying, I doubt a lot of people are like slathering it on themselves and to keep it away from children is good because what if they ingest it? However, if mm. a child went bald, they're still young. They don't have as many consequences to suffer. And it might be funny. It might be a good Christmas
1: memory. Oh my God. Uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. Number one, uh, this is something that I had a big argument with my boss about years ago. We were decorating a huge famous client's house for Christmas. Now there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that we all want to do or we think would look neat, right? And then you realize maybe you shouldn't. That includes cutting poinsettias to make them in a vase. Okay. Now they're beautiful. I ain't going to lie. We made a, excuse me. I made a ton (laughs) of small arrangements with the hot pink poinsettia. There's nothing prettier. It's outrageous. Okay. Like there are varieties, not just the white and the red ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The minute I cut, that white sap started oozing out her answer was for me to burn the ends to close it off so i'm wondering now even though i didn't wear any on my head is that what caused my hair loss over the last several years i'll tell you another thing i'll be going to buy a poinsettia when we finish this recording and rubbing it all over my neck under my nose and pretty much my entire face. The Yeti special. It's gone from the Wolfman special to the Yeti special for winter time. I am all in. That's a lot more cost effective. It's a lot more cost effective than a bottle in there. I can assure you. It smells better too. Maybe I'll put some in uh, all the men I know's ears or under their (laughs) eyebrows.
0: Sheesh. Under their eyebrows. (laughs) You're like, clean it up, guys. Clean it up.
1: A natural hair remover? I'm all in on you, Poinsettia.
0: Okay, but it said it can cause skin irritation, too. So maybe don't go all in. You
1: know what? (laughs) I would rather be red and streaked like I already am than look like a wild boar okay <laughs> you don't. dear god uh,
0: well don't listen Ta- coming from a girl who got her advice from google i would say don't do some research <laughs> before, <laughs> before you end up doing that because i followed google and she was wrong so
1: <laughs> well i'm following the mirror. UK.
0: oh so much more reliable <laughs>
1: uh, the British tabloids don't lie.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that, Jessica. Oh, Why? Because they
2: have an accent. Because <laughs> <laughs> their accent
0: makes them <laughs> makes them more believable. I don't know that the accent comes through on the internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we're getting ready to move into our favorite part of the show, which is the raves and all the goodness. Before we yeah. do that, since we went right into rants. Would you mind telling everybody how they can get a hold of us?
1: You read my mind and I thought about that after we were done. And I'm like, well, I guess it's no. too late now. That's on me.
0: No, you were ready. You were ready.
1: You guys, you can find us. And many of you have on Facebook and Instagram at the rants and raves Please message us. Send us funny things. Message. I'm going to start talking in circles like I always do at this. Just find us on social media. Okay, (laughs) that's how people communicate these days. All right? Uh, Twitter, bye-bye. No more. Uh, Who cares? You can email us directly at the Ransom Raves Podcast at gmail.com. You can go to the contact button on our website, www.thransomravespodcast.com. And please follow us on TikTok at the Ransom Raves P. Uh, That's all they'll allow us to write. So it's the Ransom Raves yeah. P. It ends there. And Sorry. then on YouTube, please find us and subscribe. Again, you can listen. Audio-wise, on any of your platforms, we're pretty much on every one that's ever existed. But if you'd (laughs) like to get a touch of the funnies and watch this insanity unfold, you can. And thank you for those who have been watching and sending in your feedback and your well wishes. We love you. We appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, Take take a peek and let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, because of my uh hmm. Mayonnaise disaster last week, I didn't <laughs> get a bunch of our <laughs> I didn't get a bunch of our little clips up. But I am gonna be throwing some of those up and I'm gonna Pish throw them mush. up whenever. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just little snippets from the show. If you have a friend that you've been like, I'm telling you, I think you'd like these girls. There are people, there are tribe, and you can't get them on board, maybe you can just shoot them one of these little snippet clips, and they'll be like, oh, these are my people, and they'll come aboard.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: Whatever we're doing, it's working. We're growing right now at a rate that I wasn't expecting. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Yes. Um, Thank you to everyone who encouraged us, Jay, to get into video. (laughs) Yes. Our Um, man, Jay. definitely paying off. I know. He's the best. Um, so anyway, and, and he was right. I was like, nobody wants to watch a couple of old ladies talk more than they want to just listen. And I maybe I was wrong. Not like we're listen, we're not viral by any means. But even if we get eleven views on a video, I'm like, eleven people wanted to see my face? <laughs> what <You're clearing laughs> my, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's get on into the good stuff.
1: Yes. So this is a rave through something that the post office does. And then also this other group that works in conjunction with USPS. I love it. Um, Again, at the holidays, Look, we are all about spreading good cheer and doing what we can for others year round. The holidays, maybe it's something you can, when you have some time off work, do one little nice thing. It's also a great thing to teach your children. I have a lot of friends who every year, either on Thanksgiving and or Christmas Day, get up and they start their morning by feeding the homeless at a soup kitchen. And they're like, Mm -hmm. it's so important because we have everything we need, and I want my children to understand that everyone is not as fortunate, and it's a really nice way to give back. So we're wow. big proponents of doing things that don't have to cost you any money, but do require your time. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all we can ask, right? So this is a fantastic thing. I already signed up to do it. So I'm waiting to get my email. I got my confirmation. Yay. This is Be an Elf. This year, make a child's Christmas by answering their letter to Santa. Select USPS postal branches. Keep letters for Santa in a room so volunteers can read the letters and buy Christmas presents for them. Generally, letters written by underprivileged kids are usually chosen. You can find a participating postal branch near you on the Be an Elf organization's website. So, BNELF.org, they have Operation Santa locations. In 2019, the USPS program changed, and the letters may now be adopted online across the USA. See our locations page and our homepage for the latest in you, uh, latest in you, info. Please support BNLf and our <laughs> mission is, by clicking. I, I don't me. know. It's crazy.
2: What
1: can't we read <laughs> <laughs> your contribution will help us get needy kids, more gifts in time for Christmas. Now, again, I know I was saying, Oh, you don't have to that. It, there are uh, options to actually purchase a gift for the child. You do not have to do that. Oh, okay. They are also looking for, people to answer the letters written to Santa. Okay, so that is also through another site, which is through USPS Operation Santa, where they are looking for people to reply to the letters, because if you don't already know this, I don't remember what it is, but it's hundreds of thousands of letters are received every year by the post office address to Santa at the North Pole. So I love it if you have the time and want to write even just one letter, but go on the site, check it out. Um, You can volunteer. You could get a group of people together with a bunch of friends, maybe, and spend an hour or two and write some kids back some letters. Right?
0: With your girlfriends and write some letters back.
1: Exactly. And I will always say this. I don't think like, oh, because a kid's in need of a gift, they just can get some crap from some, I'm talking in circles. I'm going to like talk out a line, which is not shocking. Oh my God. Let me just cut to the chase, y'all. I went in Big Lots for the first time ever the other day and they have Barbie dolls. For $10, okay? Real Barbies. I'm not saying everything has to be a name brand or anything like that, but it's not like some toy that costs a dollar that you don't know where it's from and whatever. It's Barbie, $10, okay? And they have stuff for $5. They have great options. So while we're on that subject, Starbucks usually always has drives that go for like toys for tots. The Marines always have things set up. On our local news, I keep saying they're like, this week we'll be at the West Covina Mall accepting unwrapped gifts. And I always Mm -hmm. wondered, why do they want them unwrapped? I want to wrap the gift. Well, hello. They need to see what it is. Okay? Right. They got to be like, oh, this is a doll. So we're going to give this to Susie Q, who maybe asked for a doll. Things like that. Um, You can see I'm like a bumbling fool today. That's all I will say. Check out Operation Santa through the USPS and BNLf.org. An
0: Thank you. I really love that. I love yeah. that so much. So That's cute. Great. Thank you. I know. Thank you so much for sharing that. I didn't even know that existed. Indeed. I didn't you know. either. I love it. Okay. Well, my rave this week is a little, it's, it's just a story, but it's so lovely. I love it. Um, did you title this? Jessica, maybe keep smiling, keep shining. That's what friends keep smiling, keep shining. No, one Can always count on me.
2: <laughs> oh, come on, baby. That's what friends are for. Oh,
0: okay, I better. I'll be the
1: Dion Warwick to your Gladys Knight any day.
0: Ah, oh, thanks, Jessica. <laughs> Here we go. Best friends win million dollar lottery and spread the wealth in hometown to help others. I couldn't. As soon as I read the title, I was like, what? Almost Mm -hmm. crying. Besties Joanne McQueen and Marlisa Mercer won a million dollars playing the lottery and immediately decided to keep the good vibes rolling by giving heaps and heaps of it away to the community, identifying several causes and charities in their hometown of Aurelia in the Canadian province of Ontario to give fat checks to local news reports it's making a huge difference. First of all, McQueen describes the moment that she scanned her ticket at the Lotto Max machine at her neighborhood Shoppers Drug Mart. There was no ring a ding ding. Yes. Indeed, there were no sounds at all. The screen simply read 1 million and a free no. play. <laughs> she recalls being stunned and that she began to shake. It was pretty cool. She remembers. <laughs> they donated varying amounts To places that McQueen's brother, who died recently due to alcoholism, might have accessed during his life, which included Mm. Soldiers Memorial Hospital, the Aurelia SPCA, and the Fairleigh Foundation, an Ontario-based charity that helps low-income pet owners take care of their animals. Oh, my God. Mm. They also donated to the Salvation Army, the Royal Canadian Legion Puppy Campaign in Aurelia, mariposa house hospice love it the comfy cat shelter and the sharing place food center which helps the economically disadvantaged get access to nutrient dense fruits and vegetables Mm. quote they are completely focused on how they can help make this community a better place through this win end quote chris peacock executive director of the sharing place told local news not many people win a million bucks and have the core goal of spending it on others and improving their community for the Comfy Cat Shelter, the $10,000 check they received was the fifth highest donation in the no-kill shelter's history. It covers wow. our vet bill for October, and it, it gives us money for more spay and neuter, said the shelter manager. She described it as fantastic and bringing her to tears. Aurelia Matters reports that the pair planned to split the remainder among their family and friends as well as take care of some renovations. Ah. I mean... I can't. And here's these ladies, like, look at them, cuties, Mm
2: -hmm. just out being
0: besties, and handing out out happiness and goodness. I just love it. I mean, they could have remained quiet, split it amongst themselves and lived out their years pretty comfortably. They were like, nah, man, we want to give back. This community built us and we are going to build it more. I don't know. I just love it.
1: It's so generous. I gotta be honest,
0: Jessica. If you won a million dollars, would you give it all away?
1: I wouldn't give it all away, but I absolutely would definitely give to things that resonate with me. I mean, there's a number of organizations and people that I know that have worked their asses off their whole life that don't ask for anything and have some things that they really could use in their life. Yes, I would love to be able to do that. I always said my Same, dream, but
0: it seems, it seems like these ladies though, like gave the bulk of it because,
1: me uh,
0: yes, a million dollars doesn't go as far as people think. Uh, of course. That's, you know, So you're lucky I know, if you can
1: I find just, a house for a million dollars as a starter home in most of the country, I mean, now, you, not just there.
0: For sure. Like it's impossible yep. to own your own home at this point. So, anyway, I just think they're lovely. I think they're beautiful humans. I love what they're doing for the community. And that stuff Indeed. does have a lasting impact. Lasting.
1: Yes.
0: So, Absolutely. kudos to you, ladies. I, I really I admire you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very, very generous.
0: Indeed. And what the holidays are supposed to be about, right? Helping Absolutely. Others. Helping others. others. Giving back. Yes. Absolutely. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show.
1: I think it is.
0: Do you want to tell everybody one more time how to get a hold of us? I know it just yes. happens, but that's
1: okay. Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves Podcast, a uh, TikTok at the Rants and Raves P, YouTube the Rants and Raves Podcast, our website therantsandravespodcast raves mm-hmm. You can hit the contact button and through Gmail the Ransom Race podcast at com. That was really hard for me to get out. I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: I actually was like looking down preparing for my next bit of speaking and then I looked up because I was like, she sounds like me trying to say this because there was a time where we just turned saying all that information yes. and I just could not say it and you were always so
2: like,
0: lyrical lyrical and then you ended up going, dot com like, <laughs> So we always just let you do it, but yeah, we struggled. It's okay. I, I, did. I struggled reading straight from the page today, so no
1: worries.
0: Uh, uh, Jessica, oh, yeah. did you watch anything or listen to anything or read White Lotus any Season 2, there? White
1: Lotus Season 2, White Lotus Season 2. Oh,
0: my really? God. Okay. okay. You're really on that. Really, really it's honest.
1: really oh i will tell you another thing because i think you like the movie which i've never seen and i know you love this man that i'm about to bring up there's uh guardians of the galaxy never seen the movie they have a holiday special it's good and guess who it's oh, starring yeah. kevin bacon one of our mutual
0: favorites oh. Oh, he looks God, as I love him. cute as I, ever you guys, you guys start following him Yes, you gotta follow him on TikTok or Instagram or something because he's funny and he's adorable and he's lovely.
1: He and why can't I, well, he and uh, Anthony Hopkins are just sheer delight yeah, on so Instagram, singing, yes. dancing, smiling. Just dancing. please, they're I'm living their best just, life. They seem just, happy.
0: Totally, he the one I sent you recently. Kevin Bacon was doing a like a TikTok dance with his daughter sosie. And it was so, so cute. She's cute. a full-grown adult. Like She's a successful actress in her own right. She's super nice, by the way. I met her when I worked on a little show called Marcos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by little show, I mean my part was little. The show's huge. My part was tiny. Uh, <laughs> but it was <laughs> such an amazing experience. And she was there getting ready to shoot another project. And I think she was in it. Oh, wow. She had done episodes of Marcos before. Mm-hmm. So she went out to dinner with like myself and Scoot and a couple of other actors and we just had an absolute blast. She was so grounded, so lovely. They all were. Because, you know, you and I have been doing this long enough to know that there's some people that are not grounded and not lovely.
2: And
1: okay, Plenty. That's when you need those mm-hmm. who are. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um,
1: what about yeah. you? I
0: actually didn't do a lot of TV watching, even though you would think, well, yeah, but you were probably in bed. I was, but I was busy burping. And analyzing the burps and saying, why did you not, <laughs> why did you eat that? So I really didn't watch a ton of, of stuff besides stuff I normally watch. Yeah. I guess I got nothing to report. I did hey. however do something that I forgot to mention it at the beginning. Yes. I do want to just shout out real quick. On Monday, I went and did one of my favorite things, in <gasps> yes. which is Young Storytellers. Yes. Um, they are a nonprofit organization that pairs mentors writing professional writers with children. They write Mm -hmm. a piece and then they have what they call the big show and we put it on in front of their school. They are brought in as the authors of the pieces. They cast Mm. the actors. It's the most nerve-wracking audition I ever have, every time. I was doing it this (laughs) time with Tony Hale, who I have worked with before and (sighs) he's the best friends over the years. He's just so lovely. And somehow we have several times now been paired together for young storytellers and it just tickles us beyond belief. Love it. Um, yeah. So he and I got to do it again this week together and it was so fun. And you're also meeting new actors or people you haven't met. Before. Yes. But the most amazing part is the pride and confidence that you see in the children. And it is mm-hmm. so well-deserved because these children do not self-edit. They do not have that sense of, what if this isn't good, Mm -hmm. that we all struggle with. They Mm -hmm. just write from their hearts. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. There's never been a time that I have done young storytellers that we haven't walked away going, I mean, somebody needs to make that a show, right? That needs to be a movie, right? Like, every time. Children are so inspirational. I I, I I always walk away feeling... 10 times better than I did before. Um, young storytellers, if it's not something you have in your area, maybe look it up and model it. Because even if you have people in your community theaters that love performing, that mm-hmm. would act these children's things out for them. And then afterwards they come up, they get our autographs on their scripts so they can keep it forever. Um, How cute. And they talk to us. And I always shake all of their hands and I say, I look them dead in the eye and I say, please keep writing. You're so talented. Please keep writing. And I tell them that because I wish somebody had told me that when I was a kid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's major. And I hope they remember it. Yeah. Totally. they remember it. It's a big day for them. It's in front of their entire school. And I'm telling you, the kids are supportive. I mean, so they support cool. each other. They cheer for each other. And not every kid is, you know, you think like actors and stuff are extroverted and, you know, silly all the time. Kids, especially when you're talking about writers, writers are frequently introverted.
1: Yes, I
0: mean honestly, totally. Honestly, actors actors are too, but a lot of people don't really know that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but especially writers, and so a lot of these children are very quiet, very shy, and to see their words come to life through another person, you it's watch huge. them light up. It, it, it's it's huge. It's huge, and to be chosen to act out a certain part for them. The mm-hmm. feeling of that is better than booking a job. I'm not kidding. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's so, it's the best. Anyway, check them out if you can. Young Storytellers. Jessica, you need to do it. They I love
1: it. it. I love it. I do. So, I would love to do fun. it. Yay! Thank you, Dana. It's amazing.
0: You're um, we're going to get out of here this week, guys. Uh, I do have yep. a little point for you to ponder and it might help you out mm-hmm. in the future. You know how kids are always asking us or somebody's always saying, why is this guy? Blue? Mm-hmm. You know, that question just comes up mm-hmm. a lot and you're like, I don't know. Cause it is right. It is exactly. Is. I, I got an answer for you. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If Earth did didn't have an atmosphere, the sky would always be black as it is on the moon. The atmosphere scatters. Oh. You guys, I just burped. I should (laughs) edit (laughs) that out. I am going to edit that. That's humiliating. (laughs) This is a beautiful thing. I'm going to take it. The atmosphere scatters sunlight, making it look blue.
1: Whoa, I didn't know that. that crazy? Yeah. Yes.
0: The atmosphere. It's our atmosphere scattering sunlight that makes it look blue. And it's funny because I never thought about that when it said... The sky would always be black as it is on the moon. Why has it never crossed my mind? Why is the sky black out there and it's blue here? Right. It never I haven't thought mind. of that either. I mean, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed always, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> but that's never crossed my mind. I thought it was Me fascinating. neither. Indeed. And so even though I'm not breaking down for you into details why the sky is blue, like I can't <laughs> understand the refractory laws and all of that.
2: But if somebody's
0: like, eh, why is the sky blue? You can go, because of our atmosphere, it scatters the sunlight and makes it look blue. Boom! We'll be back next week. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so, you, Dana. You don't catch me looking dumb. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Dana. Give the hat to you a respectful one ma'am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>